the other day I was, it was sunny outside and I was sunbathing in the park and I had a top on and then these kids were coming out of school and I just heard that cleavage though. <laughs> and I, I turned around and I thought, oh, it will be like a build up. No, it was a small child in a blazer that was touching his knees. Oh, and stop I was, it. I, but in my head I'm like, Please. who has taught you? that where has that come from and why are you saying it and that's what scared me the most and I think as much as women can be empowered we need to educate men and other people how to speak to women and how to approach the subject of breasts Mm -hmm. of you know all the things that are on show that we can see in public, right. what is okay to say and what is not. Right. Um, and, yeah, you will find confident women like myself, but also you'll find women who have come through so much, perhaps trauma, or even just very unconfident with their bodies. Right. And someone will say that to them or do that, and that will tip them over the edge, and Absolutely. they'll never want to show their body. No. Tune in to the conversation. For her, by her. This episode was recorded in the pod at White City Place. Welcome everybody to the Conversation Podcast. It is Priscilla here and I am super excited to be joining these awesome ladies to talk about boobs, breastesses, whatever you want to call them. Um, Before we get into the main subject, I'm going to ask our beautiful guest to introduce herself. Hi, I'm Katie Weir and I'm the PR manager for Curvy Kate and Scantilly Lingerie. I also own my own bra fitting business and I just love to make women feel wonderful. There we go, the ultimate boss babe. Thank you. (laughs) So I'm Cheryl, I'm a presenter from Croydon. I'm also an accountant, bit of a social activist, you name it, I'm involved, especially if it's Croydon. (laughs) (laughs) She does everything, she's always helping out. Um, hi guys, I'm B. I'm a podcast producer, um, winged eyeliner extraordinaire, um, Absolutely. and that's basically all I do from a day to day basis. Winged eyeliner podcast. Audio extraordinaire. The audio. Let's stop it up. Stop dimming your light. Um, <laughs> before um, before we get into the main conversation, uh, we are going to start off with a little question about professional bra fitting, um, and whether any of us have actually had that now. To kind of kickstart that part of things, uh, I can say that I have had a bra fitting. However, it was like very down, long down in my bra wearing journey. Um, (laughs) It wasn't even something that I intentionally went to do. I was actually buying a bra in Debenhams and the woman was like, don't give it in. I was like, oh, might as well. Um, (laughs) And yeah, it wasn't like the worst experience. It wasn't the best experience. It was just a lady, my tits and me in the changing room. (laughs) So um, I want to hear from the rest of you about your your bra tails and whether, and and we know that Katie would have had a bra fitting, but maybe talk about your first bra fitting if it's something that you do on a regular. Yeah, definitely. And I think actually my first ever bra fitting was what took me to where I am in my career. And it was the fact that I had a terrible one and I cried for days. (laughs) And yeah, and honestly, um, so I was 16 and I went into a high street store and they put me in this like bright white light changing room and I was fitted by a lady possibly 50 years older than me and she was judging me or at least I felt she was and um, she told me to take off my top and then she left me in the fitting room and went I'll be back in a minute and then she came back and she came back with the most ugly bras I'd ever seen in my life and she was like try this one I put it on and she was like yep that's fine that's good and I looked at my mum and I was just like 
mum, no, this is a granny bra. And she's like, well, darling, if this is what she's saying, this is what you need to wear. And that, my mum thought she was doing the right thing. So this lady put me in a 36 double D and it was um, a Doreen bra, which if you're familiar with that term, you'll know what kind of bra it is. It's almost like a Madonna pointy conical <gasps> oh. situation. Oh, and yeah, I went home and I cried. I dried my tears with that bra. Um, <laughs> but it actually spurred me on to look for brands because I was like, okay, if I'm a double D, I need to now look for bras in those sizes, but I'm not wearing what's in that shop. So I went online and then I started finding brands and buying them in the size that she fitted me as. But it wasn't until I actually got um, a placement when I was at university with a lingerie company and had a proper professional bra fitting with someone who knew D to K cup underwear and they fitted me as a 32G, G for giraffe, golf. That I realised the power of a good fit and wow. also seeing beautiful underwear. And that brand was mainly available online at the time. So, yeah, I think my high street situation was just so sad. Um, but through that, I, I used my own kind of gusto to go out and see what else was out there. And, nice. yeah, and then I started fitting ladies because I knew I got taught by the brand I was working for and I was like I can do this and I want women to feel amazing I never ever want a 16 year old girl a 72 year old woman anyone to feel the way I did in that fitting room because it was just horrible absolutely (laughs) the rest of you um so yes I have been fitted with a bra before it sounds a little bit like your experience to be honest and where Priscilla was saying that it wasn't anything amazing you're kind of stuck in this room they always go away for about 10 minutes. You just think, <laughs> why can't you just stand outside the door? This is a really vulnerable experience yeah. for, for me. I'm quite a shy person in exposing my body anyway. I always have been. So, you know, you're taking your top off and they come in with all these different bras. And like you said, um, a lot of them are quite, I'm quite a big busted lady. So the options available just felt really bland. Black, white, beige. And beige just doesn't really suit my skin tone anyway. So I think I kind of came away from there feeling a bit deflated, to be honest. And um, I remember speaking to my aunt about it. And she said, um, you know, you could try Bravissimo or some of these other brands. A lot of them were more online at the time or the stores were down. This particular store was down in Brighton. So it's me having to travel quite a distance just to get a bra. And I felt begrudged, to be honest. I just thought... Why can't I go in a, in, in a regular shop like my other friends and just be able to get a bra that fits me properly? So, um, yeah, I do, do think bra fittings are very important, but I think they do need to be done properly. And sometimes I get the impression that some of the high street sales assistants don't necessarily do it in the right way. Mm. Yeah, I think I was maybe quite lucky in that um, when I first started developing breasts, my mum was like, OK, so now we're going to go to have a bra fitting. So I was quite young, kind of 13, 14. Um, and I guess that is a good thing because she was kind of like, I want you to have a bra that fits you and that you feel comfortable in. But then the moment you get into the room and again, you're, you're, I was already uncomfortable about my body to begin with because you're 13 and that's kind of just how it is. Um, and I remember not, you know, the, the, the attendant was kind of, making light of the fact that I was uncomfortable and kind of just being like, oh, come on, you know, everyone does, it's just what you do, just take off your top, take off your top and it's fine, I'm not going to, you know, it's all good, it's all fine, it's it's like, well, actually, you kind of got to be a little bit sensitive about the fact that, you know, I've never taken my top off in front of a stranger before, <laughs> at 13, it's not something that I do on the regular, like, this is the first time, and as you say, you're in a bright, light room, 
and you're standing there and you're having someone and I remember I would take took off my top and I stood there and she kind of just like stood back and was just just looking just staring and you're kind of like are you looking for something? <laughs> oh, and what, what am I meant to do, turn around or like what are you what's going on? You're just staring at me. Um, and then after that, I really have only had a couple, and it's so bad because every time I go back, um, of the three times that I've gone, I've been wearing wildly inappropriate sizes for a long time. Yeah. Um, and then I go back and then I get the bra and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so much better now. But then I put it off and I put it off and I put it off again and again and again all the time. So I'm always wearing the wrong size bra, probably. Mm-hmm. So every time I go back, I'm like, oh, this is new. This is what size I am now. That's exciting. But yeah. it's definitely something that I wish I felt more comfortable doing. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I've had like a similar experience, I'd say. Uh, after meeting Katie, it's strange because I met Katie like, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And um, we were talking about bra fittings. And I thought, you know, I'll go home, speak to my sister about it. And our experience as black women... Um, dealing with, uh, you know, bra fittings and stuff like that within our community as well. So I know we touched on it briefly. And what I found is that for a lot of us, uh, those things were like luxuries that were just never brought to the forefront. And I know I might not speak for every black woman, um, but I just know from speaking to my sister and even my friends, we were just like, you know, it wasn't something that our mums took us to do. And it wasn't out of like, we hate you, we mm-hmm. don't care what bras you wear. It was just not, it's not something that they had. So it's not something that then we would ha- we would then have. Um, so I find it really interesting you touching on the nude as well. Yes. And like in terms of like ranges, even in terms of like, you know, pointy bras, bras that are ugly for, for bigger busted mm. women mm. or bras that are nude, but nude is not my nude. So then what is nude? Yes. Because <laughs> beige is Thank not you. my nude. <laughs> Um, it's it's really interesting. So I don't know if you can talk to us more about, I guess, even with like Curvy Kate and in terms of like improving a range um, that supports women with like bigger busts and, and women then feeling more confident um, in, in what they're wearing. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think what's amazing about Curvy Kate is um, the way that we are really innovative in all of our bra designs. So we see what's on the market. We understand our, our demographic of customer. And actually, we understand that women who even have a K-cup breast, they still want to show cleavage. They want to feel sexy. Mm-hmm. And if we're supported and if our boobs are lifted and we've got great posture, we want to show our body off more and yeah. we want to wear clothes that really highlight our silhouette and show off our best assets. And I think one of the things that we really champion is kind of like owning your body. So um, we just threw a party last week and it was girls' night. And the idea of this lingerie collection is to wear lingerie for you, not for him, not for her. And it's quite in your mind, it's kind of like, oh, but people will look or like, I hate the way that guys look at me when I've got my cleavage out and all of that. And it's like, no, wait a minute, just wear it because you want to wear it and you look good and stand tall and kind of just walk forward, stand up straight and hold your head up high because... At the end of the day, we all have boobs, and yeah. why not wear cleavage if you want to? Um, so we're doing more plunge bras. We're doing bras that you can wear those crazy, pretty little thing outfits with and actually feel supported <laughs> because we've got, like, a low back extender going on. Like, there's so many things that Curvy Kate are doing um, that now just bring, you know, fashion to curvy girls, to women who are full of bust. And full of bust means you can be a 28-inch back and have a D, double D, or you can have a G or or a H or a J cup yeah. um, because not sort of being a fuller busted doesn't mean that you're full of figured a lot of the time either it is sort of like you have a curvy bust yeah. so um, you know and, and those ladies they're the ladies that come into my fitting room who are a 36B when they walk in and they walk out a 28 double F right. and they're like oh my god I never thought this would happen I, all my life I've been told I have no boobs and, it, and 
and then all of a sudden, like I see them and they're wearing really like amazing outfits and they're showing their cleavage. And I'm like, where did they come from? And they're like, I know I just feel so confident now. I've got my double F's. Like it's just, my mind frames change from the B to the double F. And yeah. now I just feel amazing and yeah. like, wow. Um, and also Curvy Kate have a sister company called Scantilly and that brings sexy lingerie into the market for full of, fig- uh, full of bust, full of figure ladies. So um, we do harness bras, which have got the little detailing. We do like Shia, um, just gorgeous, like plunging, just bring it. It's really hard to, to sort of communicate them over here. But um, yeah, it's just all about satin, sexy, and again, wearing it for you. And I spent so many of my years, I don't know if you girls did, but going to Anne Summers and literally squeezing myself oh, into like yes. a really unflattering bra because it was sexy yeah. and just thinking, look at me from the front, but not the side. Because yeah. like the four bibs <laughs> popping, mm-hmm. everything looks terrible. But scantily, yeah. look at me from every angle because yeah. I'm banging right now, <laughs> yeah. literally. And also, you know, when they're like, oh, but he's only going to take it off or she's only going to take it off. No, like, make your partner look at you in your underwear. Appreciate it. it. If you're wearing it for them, keep it on. Like, literally, like, make them work for it. So, yeah, that's, I just think, lingerie, wear it for you, feel sexy, confident, and, yeah, it changes your life when you've got a great fitting bra. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. And I do think that if we are to look at it from kind of, like, you know, like a male gaze thing, um, Mm -hmm. going back to, like, why sexy lingerie was made not everyone is into men and people might be into women but you know if we go back historically as to how and why they created sexy lingerie it was like to please the man you know and for him to look at it and find sex whether it hurt whether you had like you said the side four boom or the ten boom so I just want to ask and kind of throw it out to everybody that like was there a point where you felt when was the point you felt comfortable I guess in the lingerie for you or maybe you're not even there yet maybe for you lingerie is just more of a I chuck it on because I have to in the morning because I feel like I've I've only just got to the point now where I mean I like I, I like bras and I like nice you know matching sets but I wouldn't say I took as much um like what's the word I was responsible enough, I guess, to go for the fittings and to ensure that I was in the right side. For me, it was more like an eye thing, you know? It's how I cook as well. Like, I don't look at recipes. I'm just like, that <laughs> is roughly yeah, yeah, enough yeah. salt. Roughly <laughs> enough garlic. Um, so that's kind of how I've done it. I look at it, I roughly have, like, a scope of bras that I can wear, but not a bra size. Yeah. I have bra mm. sizes, mm-hmm. um, which range in terms of if I want to plunge or I want to whatever. Like, it, it ranges. But I do know that... Um, with things like this, it varies in like health stuff. But before we go over mm. to the health aspects of things, just to ask you guys, like, at what point have you felt comfortable with your breasts, with your bra? And um, well, for me, it took a long time. I would say it probably took until my late twenties to. Uh, I'm 36 now, so it took until my late twenties to really be comfortable in in my bra in my breast size to be to start with because I developed very young in comparison to my friends. Um, so I really had a full bust by the age of about 11, 12. Um, And I didn't really want to wear a bra because a lot of other people weren't. They were just wearing like the training bras and stuff like that. And um, going on holiday, I always remember one of my really good friends. And it was a joke. She, of course, meant it as a joke, but it was just quite funny at the time. And I'd taken off, we were mucking around in the kitchen and I'd taken my bra off and put it on one of the dining room chairs. And she picked it up and put, put it over her head. And she was like, you know, this is like a hat. I could wear this like a hat, you know. And I'm, there's me thinking, oh, gosh. Aww. It just made me feel so awkward about mm-hmm. it and uncomfortable about it. 
and um, you know buying work clothes I, I work in quite a professional environment so you know looking for blouses and things like that I've always got that gap it never quite fits right so I'm then having to buy much bigger sizes so I just don't go down that route mm. I would say for me um, initially in my early 20s I felt um, like I had to kind of wear sexy lingerie probably badly fitting in hindsight but sexy lingerie for the men in my life um, and I kind of had that mindset of, well, you know, I'll just wear that, I'll turn them on, they'll take it off in five minutes, so who cares? It is really uncomfortable. I don't feel comfortable in it, but if it makes him feel good, I'm willing to put up with it for five or ten minutes, and then we kind of just leave it there. Um, but, yeah, as I, as the years progressed and I got to my, my late 20s, I just it was actually a conversation with my mum. She's just been a great sense of support, and she said to me, you know, you've got your, your grandmother on my father's side, shape, tall, big, busted, strong, you know, strongly built woman. She said, you should embrace that. Mm -hmm. You know, there are women that pay money to get the <laughs> bus size that you have. You know, you work with what you've got. And as long as you're wearing a, a well-fitting bra, there is no reason that you can't feel confident and sexy. So, you know, Kate, you spoke a lot about confidence and that is a huge thing. And that only came when I started wearing the right size bras and I started realising that there were options out there for women like me that didn't have to be kind of your grandma styles mm -hmm. or, or anything like that. But but comments do hurt. They don't mean them in a, in a, in a horrible way, but you just feel different, mm. you know. And you don't want to feel different when you're younger, especially. No, absolutely not. <laughs> so, yeah, that was um, kind of my experience. Yeah. I, I have never had, I guess, lingerie. I've never bought lingerie or, like, a nice lacy bra or anything like that I'm I'm still trying to work out what it is I think I've only really had a handful of actual bras in my whole life which again is very silly I'm always wearing them when I know that they are the wrong size for me um, but then I also think I'm a big fan of comfort like I wear sports bras but not not proper ones where you can go running as in the kind of I mean, you can't really see them, but they're like just stretchy, mm -hmm. stretchy sports bras, and I wear that. Or I'll just go no bra a lot of the time, which actually is sometimes kind of not frowned upon, but people are like, you like you go no bra when you've got big boobs, and it's like, well, yeah, I can't go, I can't run for the bus, but then I never did anyway, so it's all good, it's all fine. Um, but I think I also was like, not not in terms of I know you don't have to wear it for other people, but. I was previously in a relationship for four and a half years and now I'm single and not trying to do anything. So I kind of, I'm like, if I don't want a, a, a lacy bra and then if there's no one else who would appreciate it either, I'm just going to stick with my sports bras for now. But then I also feel like I probably, it is partly that I can't be bothered and maybe I should try it and then see how that feels because, I mean, I'm sure I would enjoy it. But I just can't really be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> but do you know what? I want to just say, just to touch on what you were talking about there, about you know you feeling comfortable in more sports bras and, and stuff like that. Like I really love granny pants. Like they are my go-to. I love feet. Yeah. I don't like feeling. I don't like feeling like I'm wearing underwear. I know that no. sounds really stupid, but I like the comfort of wearing something that just kind of does it all and it kind of slicks everything in. And I'm just like, yes, this Done. is it. This is what I want to wear. <laughs> I don't want. But sometimes I do want something that's like. oh, kind of thing walking past the mirror but sometimes granny pants are my sexy yeah, sometimes a bra yeah. that just does the job or like a sports bra I really do like sports bras as well and I think 
especially when you've got a bigger chest, you sometimes, for me, going without a bra at home can also be a bit like, oh, you know, the weight and you're mm. sitting down and stuff. Yeah. So if I wear, like, like what you're wearing there, like a sports kind of stretchier um, um, crop top thing, if I wear that, I'm just like, yeah, like, this can also be my own form of, like, bra empowerment or underwear mm-hmm. empowerment. What do you think, Katie? No, I'm here for that. Like, I always say to ladies, I always want you to feel comfortable and um, and confident. But I do think a lot of the time, when you have a good fitting bra, you will feel comfortable. Right. Don't ever think like, oh, if she takes me down three back sizes, I'm going to feel really uncomfortable because right. in my 36 back already, I feel like it digs in a little bit. Right. However, when the ratios are all correct right. and you're wearing, instead of, you know, that 36B, you're wearing that 30 double F and your back is just... You, you, the back of your brush should just hold you. It should hug you. And then mm. your cups should encapsulate your bust. And you yeah. shouldn't feel like everything's falling out. Mm-hmm. And you can just focus a bit better. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's nothing worse than walking down the street. Your boobs are bouncing. One's hanging out. And, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, <laughs> God, <laughs> literally trying to lift it. And then oh, also horrible. the back is riding up and your shoulder straps are falling off. Right. And all of those things mm-hmm. are actually then creating a very negative motion in your mind of your breasts. Right. And you're yeah. like, oh, I hate my boobs. I hate bras because every time I wear one, this happens this happens this and actually if you just take that that 15 minutes to go get a bra fitting and to feel the power of a good fitting bra talking and touching on different clothes that you can wear it's about having a lingerie wardrobe and it is an investment but actually realizing that you know if you've got yourself a side support balcony bra you could wear that with all your fine knit chunky knit jumpers during winter your breasts look great your body looks streamlined and then if you get a plunge bra that you can wear with all your low cuts and then you get a strapless and a strapless. I cried when I got my first strapless because it opened up my wardrobe and I could wear bardo and I could wear, you know, these tight little bandeau dresses. And I was just like, this is amazing. Never did I ever think I could. Mm. Um, and it is an education finding brands yeah. that can cater to you. Um, and I think go to Bravissimo. I mm. highly recommend Bravissimo for a bra fitting. I think they're incredible. Also look out for independent boutiques that stock a wide size range. And ladies who are listening, don't just think, I'm a bee, this brand won't suit me, go and get a bra fitting and just see, because you might be a 30D. If it's a real professional bra fitter, even if you are still a 32B or a 34C, whatever that might be, she will be able to tell you brands that will give you what you want in your life. Right. You know, if you yeah. want that push-up look, if you want that bra soft-cut bra look, she, you know, a professional bra fitter, she'll be able to guide you because mm. she should know the industry really well. And right. I, for one, I sell a certain amount of brands, but if I think that you'd be better suited in another brand, I will tell you mm-hmm. because I always want a woman to feel amazing. Yeah, just touching on what you said there, I never thought that I, with a bigger bust, would be able to wear a strapless bra. That would look good. Mm -hmm. I never thought I could. And when I finally got one that actually was fitted really nicely, like you said, it did open up my wardrobe. Because I was always told subconsciously, oh, you've got quite big boobs. No, you can't really get away with... That was always the term. You can't get away with wearing Mm -hmm. this type of dress. Oh, it might be a bit, you know, tarty. or I don't know Mm -hmm. what, but, you know, it's, it's that kind of, yeah... And I think as well, sort of going on to the comfort subject and the sports bras and not even wearing a bra, for me as a bra fitter as well, it's very important to educate women and girls from a young age that boobs sag and that right. not all boobs look the same right. and all of that and normalising that and I'm here for that and if you don't want to wear a bra don't wear one but realise how amazing it could make you feel and how much straighter you will stand up right. for me as well when I was younger I was in the wag generation stuck on boobs up to your neck and I was looking at these pictures like mm. 
mine don't look like that. Like, I have no. this bit where I can put my hand underneath. Like, what? So I actually went to Harley Street at the age of 18 to get a boob job. And they stood in the, the room and they were like, yeah, we can give you a breast uplift. And we can do this and that. And you're just going to have to be aware because there'll be scars here, scars there. And then again, when I went to get my job at Freya Lingerie at the time, and I worked there for a couple of weeks, and I tried on all these bras in a 32G, and I got cleavage. My boobs from a bra ended up looking like Victoria Beckham's, and they look fake. But I could do that with underwear, and I think it's amazing for girls to understand how much fun you can have with your lingerie drawer. Right. Um, but it's important to know that, you know, they, they do sag, their boobs are naturally, you know, to sit lower, but you can make them as high as you want. Mm. You can make them as low as you want. You can make them look at however you want them to look mm. with the power of an amazing lingerie drawer. Yeah. Yeah. I get told that people, if if I say, oh, I'm, you know, I'm not wearing a bra today, some, like, it's something that I do, not regularly, but, um, you know, if I'm just popping out somewhere. And I get people who are like, oh, you do know, like, your boobs are going to sag if you do that too much. And I'm just like, Okay, well, I mean, they probably will anyway, so... And then, as you say, and then I can wear a bra and they still will... They'll come back up if I put on a bra. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's... Yeah, it's gravity, isn't it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like... Gonna happen. They're down there anyway. <laughs> exactly. And, and, like, just touching on that, we can go into discussing what I like to call the big... The big Big boob problems. Um, stuff that I think all of the ladies sitting here can relate to because I'm looking around and everyone has uh, um, something on their chest. Um, it's It can be quite difficult because sometimes, I guess it's that whole idea that, you know, you want what you don't have and then when you don't have it and you want that and it's just, you know, because I get my friends all the time, oh, I wish I had your pair. And, and I'm like, listen, you don't want to be here with my gappy shirts and my, like, <laughs> if, if I wear anything. Because it's funny, you have cleavage and everyone's like, wow, your cleavage you wear a turtleneck top and it's like oh my gosh your boobs and I'm like so I can't win, win. No. sometimes I just want to walk down the road and not necessarily have a show um, we walk past some builders not all builders but most builders and they have a good you know a good crack or good look at them um, so it's like you know sometimes they're not as it's like it's not as great as as, as people perceive them to be and there can be like one or two things that come up with with big breasts whether it's like an aching back which I know as you said with a proper fitted bra you might be able to solve some of these like bigger health related stuff when it comes to like bras and bad backs and stuff like that so just to kind of go around I guess and share your own experiences of like big big titty problems like what are the stuff that you've like dealt with and maybe how you've managed to not overcome them but embrace your breastuses Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's definitely been working in the lingerie industry for 10 years. Um, that has completely empowered me as a woman. Yeah. Um, and I hope to pass that on to other ladies. And like I said at the very start about owning your body. And this is my body and I will do what I want with it and wear whatever clothes I want. And it can be hard. And I worked in a bar. And my, my Fridays and Saturdays were in this bar. So I dressed up like I was going out. Yeah. So, you know, I'd have my cleavage. Mm-hmm. I'd have my tight top. I'd have my, like, high waist, waist jeans. And I could feel the guys ogling me. But the thing I did was I'd go over to them and men are pretty, you know, timid. They might give it all that. But (laughs) I just looked them in the eye and I went, they're fabulous, aren't they? And they spat their pints out and they were like, we weren't looking. We weren't looking at you. And I was like, oh, are you sure? Because they're amazing. (laughs) 
and, and really like just pull it back at them yeah. like hun I see you yeah and also the other day I was it was sunny outside and I was sunbathing in the park and I had a top on and then these kids were coming out of school and I just heard that cleavage though <laughs> and I, I turned around and I thought oh it will be like a builder no it was a small child in a blazer that was touching his knees oh, and I just I, but in my head I'm like Please. who has taught you oh that God. where has that come from yeah. and why are you yeah, saying yeah, it and that's what cool. scared me the most and right. I think as much as women can be empowered we need to educate 100%. men and other Our people boys, yeah. how Growing to speak up. to women Absolutely. and how to approach the subject of breasts mm-hmm. of you know all the things that are on show that we can see in public, right. what is okay to say and what is not. Right. Um, and yeah, you will find confident women like myself, but also you'll find women who are, have come through so much, perhaps trauma or even just very unconfident with their bodies. Right. And someone will say that to them or do that and that will tip them over the edge and Absolutely. they'll never want to show their body again. And I had mm. a lady the other week, I was bra fitting her at the confidence um a festival of confidence and she nearly cried after getting the right fitting bra because she had just like Katie I've hated my breasts my whole life because of how men have objectified me and right. made me feel like I was doing something wrong if I were to show them if I were to have them yeah. and she just went I've never gone for a proper bra fitting because I've never felt comfortable to do it I just right. didn't want to be judged and then we spent a good half an hour together and afterwards she was just like <gasps> There was just this eureka moment. I gave her a bra in her correct size, which is five cup sizes bigger, but it didn't make her boobs look big. And that's knowing the styles of bra to suit the right kind of shapes and people. So this bra had side support. It has very thin mesh, and it just gave you a very natural look. It didn't project them. It didn't lift them too high. And she just felt so comfortable and confident. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden... They were there, but they weren't there. There. Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It opens it up to you massively. Yeah. I remember once doing a bra fitting, one of the few that I've done, and I went back home and I like put on this bra, and it was one of those that it fitted me fine, but it also made my boobs look even bigger than they already were. And I've always had bigger boobs than I guess comparatively to the rest of me um, and I remember just like putting on a t-shirt that used to I used to feel very comfortable in and this was when I was still quite young so I was probably about 16 or 17 and just being like this is horrendous like they feel like an obstacle mm. they felt like and they and it's not like they had grown uh, from the morning to the afternoon but they felt like they were getting in the way and I could just always see them in the peripheries <laughs> of my eyes and I was like Oh my god! So it's like something stuck mm. on, and that was literally just from a different type of bra being put on me. And so I took took it back the next day and, and got one that it. I was used to, and got a standard t-shirt bra because I was like, I don't want them no, to look. No. I'm happy with how they are. I don't need them to look bigger than they are. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Mm. I don't know if anyone else here does this, but I'm gonna confess to you, I don't actually wear a bra when I go to sleep, and I know it's naughty. And I know people say you should wear a bra because uh, it keeps you balanced. I'm like, sorry, what? what? <laughs> sorry, Mars or Venus <laughs> or Jupiter? Because wait, 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 if wait, I wore a bra to sleep... Yeah, I was told, what? my mum always said to me, no, you should wear a soft bra, similar to what Bee's talking about, to sleep because it keeps your breasts in place. Katie, I can see Katie yeah. nodding. Is no, honestly, right? and I don't always do it because I just think, I just want to sleep flat. I don't want to... But I, I am aware of the fact that, yeah, they probably are moving and stretching and being pressed upon. And, yeah. It is yeah. Oh, my God. Let me opening the box. <laughs> Mind flipping blown. Are you joking? No, I'm not joking. Like, 
<laughs> well, I won't go. be joining that. <laughs> no, and that's fine. Again, wow. it's down to personal preference. Like, I personally can't sleep without something holding them because really? otherwise I wake up with one under my armpit mm. and then I like to sleep on my front. That's my problem. That's so why she I like says to I should keep do them it. Like, yeah. in place. Oh, and also, you think nine hours without a bra, tossing, turning, and kind of. Yeah. Letting them breathe. Yeah, you're letting them breathe. They're having a nice time. Party. But if yeah, if you wanna it is advisable that's all I'm saying a sleep bra is a good bra to have okay. again in your lingerie wardrobe try one a light thin even and what you're wearing like right what now. Got, yeah. I'm sorry Katie what's that like what's the purpose is that to keep them in in place because yep it is it's to keep them in place and also what I haven't touched on and we did talk about sagging boobs and all of that but to kind of stop a um what do they call it when it's too quick yeah a premature sagging off the breast um, mm. it's recommended to wear a sleep bra and also to wear an underwired well fitted bra because your Cooper's ligaments um, are at the top of your breast mm-hmm. and no matter how many chest presses you do you'll never regain the Cooper's ligament because it's a ligament and the ligament holds your breasts up oh, okay wow. and once that has stretched there's no getting it back and that's what contributes to a sagging bust okay. so when you do sports that's why it's so important to mm. wear a correctly fitted sports bra as okay. well and not a crop top not one of the big brand crop tops an right. actual oh. sports bra okay. that is really quite high on the neckline so you never want cleavage I'm sorry I know you want to look sexy and cute in the gym but no <laughs> cleavage in the gym yeah, please we want <laughs> all of our breast tissue up to our collarbone okay. around the area oh. to be kept in place and that stops your Cooper's ligaments from moving oh, and therefore reducing sagging breasts mm. but also it's just not good to have your breast tissue moving so much mm. and um, actually I've seen like sensors on breasts with a normal bra and with a sports bra and it's quite scary to see how the bottom breast tissue can hit your collarbone when working out and it does I go around park run and I just think babes you could do that run so much faster if you were wearing a correctly fitted sports bra I'm sorry but you I really do think if a woman wears a correctly fitted sports bra you can because you're not worrying about your boobs bouncing and I see so many women with poor posture running with the hands in front of their boobs Mm. to stop them from bouncing and it's an investment every time I use the word investment it is it's expensive to buy a sports bra but once you've got that good fitting one it will last you a year and you'll get so many amazing moments in the gym or whatever from that and yeah so I'm glad I mentioned it now. Yes. Yes. And I you can wear, if it. you want to, like, my, my number one tip, if you want to get early to the gym in the morning, is to wear your sports bra to bed. <laughs> and then you wake up and you're like, I'm ready to Just go. Just run out. <laughs> oh no, but this is like, it's like, it's, it's strange because, you know, well, not strange, but it's empowering in a sense because a lot of this stuff we don't know well, a lot yeah. of us I'm pretty sure I'm not the only person yeah. sitting here like mind blown um, <laughs> you know a lot of this stuff we don't know and I think it's not that it's dangerous but it's a shame that little things like this are just it's not knowledge that's fed to us from, from earlier mm. and I hate to sound like cliche or like a motivational speaker or a, or a book or whatever but you know I do think that the, the girls in school or anyone that has boobs that wants to wear a bra should have the you know, should have this information available to them a bit more. When I say forcefully, I don't mean it like, oh, but I mean like, even if it's the schools investing in someone to be, or even like parents being enlightened, because I just, I want it to be easier for my daughter. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I want her to be able to, to wear whatever, what well, the right bra and then feel comfortable from before she knows so that she doesn't have a tale of a, of a bad bra or 
six boobs, as I like to call myself. It's just, it's, it's nice, and I can imagine how beautiful it is once you get fitted properly and you're in the right bra. I can imagine that that is life-changing for you to have, like, you know, women that come to you and have that fitting and then feel so, so empowered. Mm. It's like... It's really rewarding too. But then I also do think, again, with stores, you know, they'll recruit the retail assistants and sometimes retail assistants won't really care. Yeah. So, like, the love that you're putting in to your fitting, um, perhaps, you know, not everybody is actually receiving that same kind of love. So people are having these traumatic mm. experiences. So I think it's kind of, it's it's widespread. It's like the brands then need to invest, I guess, in people that are properly trained, know what they're doing and can really make somebody, like you said, you walk into that room as a 14, 13-year-old and think... Right, this is this is a moment of empowerment for me as mm-hmm. opposed to the flip side mm. side of things. Um and I don't know like how what what kind of advice would you give parents or sisters or brothers or anyone when when it comes to like I guess helping someone on that journey of discovering the right size. Like what what would you say? For me, again, this journey starts um, on the high street at Bravissimo. Um, that's where I start. Or someone like me. If you can go onto Instagram or Facebook and just look for kind of like bra fitters and things like that. And if you get a really good vibe from their page, right. um, if they're like promoting girls supporting girls, all of that kind of thing, reach out to them, try and find someone in your area. But if not, try and find a local stockist. Um, and I think it's just kind of like, Make it into a fun shopping trip. Don't make it like, we're going to go get you a bra today. (laughs) (laughs) Because it needs to be fun and a little bit fluffy. I'm here for the fluffiness in life. And I think these kind of subjects should be approached with the most amount of love and respect. Um, And... Yeah, I mean, the best thing about my bra fitting situation is I go to your home. So um, I actually bring suitcases to your home. I work with a lot of new mums. um, And that for me is a massive one because so many mums, you've had this body and then all of a sudden something has just happened. You don't know what it is and you don't know how long it's going to last for, but you're not yourself for for a few months for maybe a year maybe four or however but so many women are just like I've lost myself Katie and just having that half an hour to an hour in a room and your baby can be here or your baby can be with your friend or wherever and just take your clothes off and look at yourself in the mirror and not think disgusting thoughts but to have someone with you and think and just say look at you look how gorgeous you are you've bathed the child you're still banging you're still the same person you were before and now let's put on some underwear okay I get it you might not want to put the sexy baby making underwear quite on yet (laughs) but we'll find you something (laughs) that looks really good and it is it's just you're putting everything back up making the lady stand up straighter look at herself and for me there's nothing more empowering or beautiful as when a woman is so vulnerable with someone she doesn't really know stood in front of a mirror but looking at herself in a new fitting bra thinking i look hot like i look good like oh hey (laughs) like that is amazing Mm -hmm. and i just think that that's what there needs to be more of and like you said in stores please note stores don't leave women Mm -hmm. in a fitting room on their own communication communicate Mm -hmm. with the woman for me i never have to leave the room because i have my bras all around me and it's just (laughs) one-to-one however i think if they were just like right babe what we're gonna do is go get you these bras i'm gonna get you this size this size whatever communicate let her know every step of the journey why you're doing this where you're going tell her she looks amazing in the bra that she's already wearing don't make it like oh my gosh you look like what's going on here Mm -hmm. you know Mm. all of that is positive keep it positive and 
I think, yeah, that's my Can main I just issue. ask you a really quick question? Because <laughs> I just thought about, for, for young, we mentioned about your experience as a 13-year-old. I know they're probably going to say they haven't got the funding for it, but it would be great to have somebody like you going into schools. I am trying so I want, hard. Can I we want people like you. Yeah. I'd be happy to draw that petition up yeah. because I think you've got to target them from the ages of about 11, 12, 13. Yeah. If I had listened to somebody like you who'd normalised it, yeah. had shown some examples, explained it, even if they wanted to bring the, 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 the girl's mums in or guardian mm -hmm. or whoever... Because, yeah. like Priscilla said, a lot of people aren't necessarily aware of some of these things. No, exactly. And I, I actually do something do called a bra tea, which is a bra party, oh, which yeah. brings lots of women yeah. together. They're all friends. They're all different ages. And I've had women bring their daughters, and we do it in a, in a room together, and the mum is there, and yeah. the little girl is so happy. She can range from 13 through to 16. She'll then go tell her friends about this moment that happened, and she's got these nice bras. And, you know, we, women, girls, we talk. If we like something, we talk yeah. about it and then it's it, and then we're opening this safer space for girls mm. to talk about a proper bra fitting to talk about brands that aren't necessarily Victoria's Secret and sexualizing mm. underwear and all of that kind of stuff um and yeah like I would love to go into schools and speak about this and mm. another funny thing actually um was that when I was at school I ran for head girl and I'd always been the girl with the big boobs <laughs> at school. Katie, big boobs. Um, and I, I ran for head girl and I said this amazing speech and it was all about lovely, lovely stuff about the school. And I was like, I love this school. I think it's great, blah, blah, blah. I never swore once. I never was, said anything terrible about the school. At the end, I just said, now guys, I've got a great pair of ears. So if you ever have anything you need to say, I'm always here to listen. And I was empowered. I was saying, everyone knows i got big boobs. I'm going to play on it. Yeah. My head of year took me to one side and oh. he said, Katie, if you say that again mm. in your next speech, you're out of the running. Okay. Wow. And I, I went home and I was like, what? Mm. I told my parents. I was like, I've said this. It's funny because everyone calls me Katie Big Boobs. That's what it is. Yeah, like, you played on it. Yeah. I said it again. And guess who didn't get head girl? Or <gasps> deputy head girl. But everyone voted for her. So I then, that actually brought me back and I was like, what's wrong with my body? What's wrong with my boobs? And I was very lucky to have a good support network. And my mum was like, don't worry, just don't listen at school and whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I bumped into the head of year about a month ago oh, nice. at a petrol station. And um, he asked me what I was doing with my life. And I told him that I had a bra fitting business. I go around empowering women to love their breasts. Right. <laughs> and said to him, I'd love to come into the school to do a talk oh because I feel it's incredibly necessary it because is. if we're still in the mindset that we were 20 years ago when yeah. you said that to me yeah. you need me yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you need 100%. me <laughs> I gave you. him my business card nice. and I dropped him an email and he said yeah we'll be in touch awesome and he hasn't but I, yeah well I really yeah. hope I really hope. So I hope he comes around so. yeah but it's so necessary and just stupid little comments like that can stay mm. with you for a long time sure. and if I didn't have the support network around me absolutely that, you know and a lot of people don't and that's what worries me and that's yeah. where we lead to very negative absolutely. body issues yeah no absolutely and I think the more empowered people are the better it is and also even just for, for people that don't have boobs you know it's 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 it helps you understand it normalizes something that's like it's there yeah. it have like we, we have breasts what's the big yeah. deal um so yeah unfortunately you know you have crappy humans like that that can try and make a massive issue out of something that need not be that um but we are drawing to an end now and this has been like a great chat we could go on and on and talk about <laughs> boobs and nipples and capitalism <laughs> and Fenty and everything else that we, we haven't managed Can't. to touch on today but before we we come to an end i just want us three first and foremost to go through and just say something that we've 
you've learned from the amazing Katie because you've empowered me honestly since I've met you it's really sometimes you meet people and they don't necessarily add anything to you but like you've made me go I need to get my ears into check when it comes to these titties um, and, and get myself a bra fit and sort my flipping life out uh, when it comes to that so that's like honestly amazing so we just go around I guess and say um, something that she's um, that you've learned from her I will start off and just say that wow, in terms of wearing a bra to sleep, I did not know that. Um, so, like, I might try it and get something and see. So, thanks. Let me know. <laughs> I do sometimes wear it to sleep when I've forgotten to take it off or can't be bothered yeah, to take fine. it off. So yeah. I'm going to say that I'm doing that and it's all good and I'm t- it's totally functioning and all that sort of stuff. Um, I would say what I've learned is that I can um, wear the like clothes that maybe I kind of, not rule out in my head, that's silly, but kind of just don't bother with. Um, because as somebody who doesn't really pay much attention and will just wear, you know, sports bras and stuff. I do often think, well, I can't be bothered to try and get a strapless bra or a backless bra, um, sorry, um, dress or, you know, little camisoles, bardo tops, all of that sort of stuff. Um, So it's nice to know that there are options in terms of if I want to wear, um, you know, a mesh bra or like I see friends who wear these really cute little like mesh bralettes and all of this sort of stuff. And then I try and wear it and I'm like, oh, this isn't appropriate. Um, so it's nice to know that if I went out and tried, <laughs> made an effort, that I would be able to do that. <laughs> I just want to thank you very much, Katie. I mean, you've inspired me, honestly, listening to you can feel the passion in <laughs> your <laughs> voice. <laughs> I mean, I thought I was a passionate person, but by gosh. <laughs> It's, you know, it's been it's been an education um, and I do feel a hell of a lot more confident now. Yeah. I am trying to get myself on a bit of a health regime with the gym and stuff like that. And I have found the boobs to be a bit of a hindrance with, you know, the friction and the rest of it. So um, now you're telling me about investing in a really good sports bra, I will do that. Yeah. I must admit, put my hand up, I hadn't really heard of bralettes until about a week ago. <laughs> so um, I was like, oh, can I do that? Can I wear those? Okay, yeah, they're really pretty. So yeah, thank you very much. I think you've um, you've educated a lot of us here and you Which, will yeah, It's, it's phenomenal because I know that a lot of women out there are wearing the wrong fitted bra. Um, so Katie, just to round off, I guess, give us a piece of advice and then where to find you and where to book you. We want you booked and busy. <laughs> yes. 2019, 2020, yeah. 2021. So I think I just want to touch on this because at the moment we're in October, which is Breast right. Cancer Awareness Month. Okay, yes. Um, I love Copperfield. I love breast cancer awareness charities. And I think it's so important for women to have a positive relationship with their breasts, Absolutely. whatever size they are. Mm-hmm. And this starts, I think, on a journey with a bra fitting because, like I said, it gets you looking in the mirror, looking at your breasts, looking at yourself and not just thinking, oh, my boobs. Oh, It's actually like a positive relationship and we all need to have a positive relationship with our breasts so that we can check them, we can touch them, we can love them. Um, and I've got a reminder in my shower from Copperfield where to look, how to touch them, or look online, but keep it regular, keep knowing what's normal to you um, because it could save your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just just love them. That's, that's my main piece of advice. Um, and it's a journey. We all go through it and some days you'll hate them, some days you'll love them, but keep that positive mind frame go treat yourself to some sexy lingerie for you um you can find me at we are wonderful fit so w-e-i-r wonderful fit that's my bra fitting page there's some crazy before and afters which will really inspire you to go get that bra fitting um and also i definitely check out curvy kate and scantily lingerie for amazing stuff from d to k cup 28 inch back through to 46 
I love how Cheryl's making no, you do that. <laughs> yeah, she you did. better get connected with her. Yeah. Also, we, with Copperfield, you can get text reminders. Yes. I have a month. Awesome. They send me a text and they're really funny as well. They do like poems and make jokes about, you know, stuff that's happening. So they're not just, it's not just like check your boobs. So anyone with breasts. That's fantastic. It, it means if you forget, you'll always get a text on the first of the month. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. There's a real beautiful thing that happens when you've got a positive relationship with your body. And even just in terms of checking it from your vaginal area yep. to your breastises, um, it's really important to <laughs> no, to know what's going on. Um, so so thank you so much, Katie. We really honestly appreciate you. And we look forward to also having Katie active at one of our events soon and speaking on the panel more about empowering stuff. So um, we're just going to sign off now. And uh, as we said, we're really grateful for your time, Katie. And um, yeah, see you later. You know where to find us uh, at Women of Power UK on social media. We have a new website that's being sorted at the Ooh. moment. So like stay tuned for more info on that. And um, any questions, queries, you can also hit us up on social media, drop us a DM and we will do our best to try and cover the topics. Um, thank you very much. It's Priscilla and bye. 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 Thanks again. <laughs>